Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect. KZSU, Stanford University's FM radio station, broadcasting across the Bay Area on 90.1 FM and across the world at kzsu.org. From the campus of Stanford University, this is the Modern Architect radio show and podcast, featuring one-on-one interviews with renowned cutting-edge architects, influencers, and sustainability leaders. The show and podcast will inform, educate, and illuminate the transformation joy and inspiration architecture brings to our cities, communities, and lives. Hosted by architecture aficionado and principal of Accurate, Tom Dioro. Thank you, Darlene. For our guest today, please welcome Caesar Pelly. Senior Hello. Hello, Caesar. You're senior principal at Pelly Clark Pelly Architectures. Yes, I Ex- am. Oh, yes, we 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 definitely we definitely are happy for that. Caesar we're honored and excited to have you on our show today. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be in the show. Oh, the pleasures are, sir. Uh, Caesar, what I'd like to start off with is some early inspiration, if you will. You know, if you can recall back as as uh, early as you can recall to when you were inspired to be an architect, designer. When it, do you recall? It's curious. It's curious because I grew up in a very provincial town in, in mm-hmm. Argentina, and I was unaware of anything called architecture. So when I had to go to the university, I started studying all that the university offered. And I saw this career, architecture, that I had never heard of. And, but after reading after it, it, it interested me, and I decided, okay, I'm going to give it a try. And I, when I started studying it and realized that architecture is about providing things that are useful for people, mm-hmm that will help people in their difficult moments or excite them in their great moments, and also that it could reach the level of art if one was good or lucky. And this was a fantastic career, and I fell in love with it, and I'm still in love with it, because after, after about 70 years of architecture. Uh, we're, we're so happy as, you, uh, as all mankind that you're in love with it. Uh, yes, thank you. It's, it's, it's very easy to fall in love with architecture. Very easy. <laughs> yes, you, you do. And speaking of that love, there is so, many, so much love for you that you've given around the world. How does that feel? Especially with your quote, I love, that you, you uh, about reaching the sky as high as you can. Oh, yes. I, I, and I love what I do and I love what other architects do. I, I, I truly enjoy seeing and visiting a new good building, no matter who decides it. I love it. 
Wow. It really, it's that, it's, that's that transcendent. So, so what was your first experiences when you, when you were first commissioned to do work being paid as an architect? My first ZND sign was a, a, a vacation summer house for my in-laws, my future in-laws, tiny house, just three, three bedrooms and a, and, a, and a space in Northern Argentina, very, very cheap. But I did it with such love. They, everybody loved it. The house was very delightful to use. So it, it, I still I still remember it with, with much care and love. It, it doesn't function anymore because the people have added to it, and it is not what I decide. But still, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, what, what made you also moved into to skyscrapers or, or you know, tall, much taller buildings? <laughs> Skyscrapers just happen. I don't know quite why they happen, but I, my, my, you know, I when I started working on my own, the first, the first possibility I had was working as director of design for DMJ, DMJM in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and, and there we did, I did primarily technical buildings, factories, or or research headquarters. And, and that was lovely, too. I, I enjoyed doing that. I did a very good building for Comsat. And then I worked for, I became partner of Gruen Associates. That was more important to me. And at Gruen, I designed a number of very good buildings, and, but still not quite the towers. Those happen later on for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said they happen for some reason. But you know, you know what it sounds like is uh, your your work has, as much as obviously their buildings, their, I, I can tell, that you have a, a care for people. Well, I, I, the truth is I fell in love with the idea of the very tall building, reaching the, for the sky, connecting heaven and earth, marking an important place in the ground against the sky. I, there are many, many things that appear to me in the, in the design of very tall buildings. They have to be treated very carefully, and not any tall building is good or important. It has to, it has to transcend, and that's, that's the, 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 the challenge every time. How do you transcend in, in this particular case? Each case is different. Yeah. Please share with us how you do transcend that from your experience. Well, it is, you have to search it in every project. Each project is different. Each project has its own soul. And you have to look for the soul of the project. And that's what you express. And that's what you bring up. Oh, and yeah. Each project has its own soul. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Each project has a soul. No doubt. That's what makes architecture so special. I love that you have, it has a soul. So, you know, if, if you can't just look at it as a structure and whatever the beauty of it is, it actually is alive. Oh, no, you have to search for the soul of the project. No doubt. For me, that's very, very important. Yeah. Uh, and, and when did you discover that that is important? I'm obviously probably at the very beginning. But, uh-huh. but uh, um, when, when I first, no, actually that started as soon as I started deciding. I, I was deciding some housing for for sugar cane workers in, in my hometown. And, and even those houses, I felt they had a soul. So it was always there. I always felt that in the buildings, but the soul is not there naturally. You have to give it a chance for it to develop and to grow, to take place. It's, it's, it's something one brings to the, to the project. It's not there. 
Yeah. So how about what importance or how much, how important to you is it the clients that you work with that they share in your, in your experiences with them? Very important. I collaborate with my clients. So as a client with whom I can collaborate productively will, will lead to much better buildings. I, I cannot be fighting with a client. That's not my, the way I work. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't fight with a client. The clients and I have to be all in the same side. Yeah, and the same side. What... Share with us, if you will, some of the most recent projects that you've done. Well, I, I have started to semi-retire. So right now, the most recent project is, has been the Salesforce Tower yes. in San Francisco and the, and the Salesforce Transit Center. That pair of buildings is very, very important to me. They do many things that are critical to me. The Salesforce Tower is the tallest tower in San Francisco, marks a critical spot in the sky. It just gives shape to the whole silhouette of the city. Very important to me. And it has a definitely a soul, and you can see it. You can, if you look at the tower, you will see this tower is more than just the metal and the, and the glass that we put in there. Yes. And that's very important to me, very important to me. The, 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 and we are now doing other, other projects in, 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 now I'm working primarily in northern Argentina, in my, my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I'm designing some, some museums, some public buildings. So it is much more modest, but I am enjoying it thoroughly. We are designing a beautiful museum for a great, sculptress of the 19th century in northern Argentina, Lola Mora. Very, very bright lady, very, 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 very gifted lady. Yeah. Caesar. How, how did the Salesforce Tower come about? You know, were you approached? Did you approach them? How, how did that uh, become? The, the design of the Salesforce Tower? Yes. Well, first of all, we have to be given by the city the opportunity to build a very tall tower. That was new. Mm-hmm. Also, we have a great client. Salesforce is a fantastic client, very, very visionary, very, very willing to take risks and, and very much concerned with their image. So that this was a, a perfect combination of a city supporting us, giving us the opportunity, and a client giving us all of the support we needed. And, 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 and in, a, in a great place, in a great location next to the Transbase Center. So that that tower marks critical spots on the ground. You, if you see it from very far away, mm-hmm. you will know where the center is. And it's a center that will be for, for everybody. And it has a park on top that makes it very special. That, that, that park on top will serve the, the new residential communities that are developing in that area. So that it's not just a dead thing, but it will be a thing that will be full of life. Children will be there. People will go there to have picnics. Employees will go from their office buildings there to also have just have a sandwich or just a chat or a cup of tea or, or one of the restaurants we have there. So I'm very excited about the Salesforce Transbay Tower. Yes, it sounds like it very much. So. And the Salesforce Forces Transbay Center, both is, uh, make a fantastic pair. Um, this was a, a great, great opportunity for us, quite unique. I work very closely with my partner, Fred Clark, on this. 
Yeah, now, now, Caesar, how did you see it in your mind's eye? Do you know your designs? How, do, do they? How do they go from your mind and your soul onto you know your well, pen? Or, well, this is the way the way I work it. Not just that I, I have very well worked out intermediate steps. We have very important steps. We build the models of all of these things, and mm-hmm. we start. Studying in three dimensions very quickly from the very beginning. The models determine how high the tower should be, the basic form of the tower, the relationship of the tower with the other buildings. So that this is all being tested in three dimensions. And, and, uh, and that was, that is for me essential in all of my, all of my designs. And, and the, the, the Salesforce Tower, the, the model was very critical. The, 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 how it works with the Transpay Transit Center, also very critical. And it's all has come together in a most wonderful way. I'm very happy, very proud of it. And we designed a very beautiful wall for the, for the Salesforce Transpay Center. Very beautiful wall based on a Penrose pattern. Yes, yes it's oh. A lovely perforated wall, quite unique, quite, quite unique. That's great. There's so much joy in your voice, uh, Caesar, well, and so much excitement. I love what I do. I love what I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just terrific. Are there, are there ever any challenges? I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are. But oh my God, yeah. yes! Every, every day there is at least one challenge. <laughs> yeah. Architecture is full of challenges. Yeah. How do you overcome them? Obviously, you have such uh, you, great. You work very hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> you work very hard at it. Yeah. You oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I love it, and I don't mind the challenges. The challenges are the substance of architecture in many ways. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, you you definitely do. Now, now uh, I'm looking for. Are there any f- quotes that you kind of live by? Whether they're people from architecture, in architecture, or outside of architecture, that you kind of base your your philosophy, your your way of life. Well, of course, architecture is very much part of life. So that anything that has to do with life affects architecture, and, and it affects me, and I affect my architecture. No, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. What other projects? Again, I know you said the Northern Argentina for the museum. For now we are doing, as I said, this beautiful museum for this great day. We have just Lola, Lola Mora, a small airport for my hometown, Tucumán, in northern, northwest Argentina. And, and we are doing two, two very good groups of projects. In, in, in Buenos, one in Buenos Aires uh, at the headquarters for Banco Macro, and the other one in, the, in a resort uh, city called Mother Plata, where we are doing three residential towers. And are looking very beautiful, and the three of them appear to be dancing with each other. I think that's, I'm very happy with all of those, with all of those projects. Yeah. Now, are there, uh, what other uh, inspiration? It sounds like, are you inspired almost uh, well, <laughs> daily? I, 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 the inspiration for me, the real inspiration has to come from the project itself. The, the needs and the, 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 the possibilities of the project is there is where the inspiration that will carry far further will be. That's very important to me, that the inspirations be in the project. You're listening to The Modern Architect, KZSU, Stanford, 90.1 FM.
The Stanford Archive of Recorded Sound is a wonderful resource for those interested in classical music and jazz. The archive contains thousands of historical recordings and numerous collections of printed materials. It's located in the Braun Music Center on the Stanford campus. Learn more about how you can take advantage of all the archive offers. Visit it on the web at lib.stanford.edu backslash ARS. We're talking today with Caesar Pelli. Senior Principal at Pelly Clark Pelly Architects. For more information, visit pcparch.com. That's pcparch.com. And the other, the other Pelly is my son, Rafael. He runs our New York office. Right now he's in Los Angeles. He's trying to deal with Walt Disney. Oh, nice. So your son, Rafael, is in Los Angeles, you say? The other Pelly, yes, yes. The yes. other Pelly. <laughs> is he as, as, uh, have such a wonderment for life as well? Oh, yeah, he's a very good designer, so I'm very proud of him. Very, very creative. Yeah, how did you, how did you, uh, did he ever share with you how he chose to be an architect? Obviously, you're... Me? Yes, your son, Rafael. My, my son, Rafael, he has his daughter, he has his daughter. He did not want to be an architect, follow me on my step. But he was look, waiting for a, for another job. And the job did not come, so he came to help us in our office. And then he got hooked. <laughs> oh, jeez, really? Oh, yes, he loved it, and he's very good, he's very good. That's excellent. I have two very good partners, Brent Clark and Raphael. And the combination is fantastic. The, way the three of us can design anything. Can, I love that, can design anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything. From tiny to huge. From tiny to huge. So even if you had to design a closet, you can do it. No, we, 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 the, the, the size is not important. The, the only importance of the size is the feel that comes with it, of course, but, but that's very secondary in architecture. For me, very secondary. Oh, my goodness. Are there any, is there anything in nature that you draw inspiration from? I know, as I said, for me, the inspiration comes from the nature of the project itself, from the site, from its neighbor, from the kind of place where it is, what the project can be. I have to to, to, to figure out what this project can be, how far can it go, how, what can it become. And, and that's where the, the essence of the project is. Now, I don't look for, for inspiration outside of the project. For me, it is all in there. And in my, in my heart, of course, and in my soul and in my memories, yeah, oh, that, that, of course, is essential. Yeah. Now, about the World Financial Center in New York, how did that come about for you? That was a competition. We were invited to that competition at last minute, but, and, and, and we won it. And that was a critical project because that, up until then, we, I had never designed towers. I had never designed a project of that scale. Mm -hmm. So this transformed our firm. Now we became a firm that was known for designing very large-scale projects with tall towers and very successful very successful. Those, those pro that project became very financially successful. And that, for our, for our clients, that's always important. Very important <laughs> that the project they invest in they become successful. Yeah. yeah. Now, you also, uh, you were dean at Yale, uh, so you have a, uh, uh, there's oh, a passion. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, when I came dean, I came just to be dean at Yale. I didn't think that I was going to be opening an office. That, was, that just happened two or three months after I started my leadership. They told me that I had been selected to, to design the expansion and renovation of the Museum of Modern Art. And that was the beginning of the office. That was fantastic. That was great. 
Yeah. It, well, so so how will uh, it, it sounds like you enjoy showing and sharing with uh, other architects and builders and designers, not just your works, but, you know, finding their own voice in their soul. No, no, no. I, I am very fond of, of the people I, I compete with and I admire much of their work. There are many, very good architects working in the world today. I'm particularly fond of, of Norman Foster, Renzo Piano. There, there are many. Unfortunately, Mr. Mr. I. M. Page has now two old. He's 101 or 102 years old now. Amazing, and he stopped practicing. But I always admire his work. Yeah. Does, do you find that you you uh, you may you actually get better as uh, as you move on in life? I think so, yeah, but say I, it again. I think. Do you find that you actually get better as time goes on? Oh, absolutely! It's, it's amazing. You you keep on maturing. No, not not just going to see. <laughs> I guess at some point I would go to see, but not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So in your new project, are there any countries that you have? Well, not so much the countries or cities that you have. No, I'm I'm not up to working in in faraway countries anymore. I I cannot travel. I'm not well. But I enjoy very much designing the things that I can. In Argentina, yes, because they accept people that go in my stead. Okay, and with, how did the airport? There's a small airport you said in North, in Argentina that you're going to be working on. It's a very nice small airport. It's a lovely building. It should start construction, I hope, in about a year. Okay, how did that come about? The airport. Well, they, they just called me and they, they 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 just gave me the commission. I love that they just called me and gave me the commission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. What wisdom can you share with other architects and designers that you've experienced? Uh, Well, to me, I think we all know that something is in you. You you bring something out of your makeup, your ideas, your concepts, and and something else is in the project. And it's that combination of of what is in the project and what you bring to it that creates a wonderful building if you have something to offer. And, and the architects I admire, they have plenty to offer, and as I believe, I do too. Yes, that's for sure. Now, you have a, obvious, a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of zest for life, Caesar, and, and it definitely resonates on radio here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, you you do. And I think a, a lot of those in architecture and design can learn from that. I don't know if it's behind, well, it's just your essence. What other suggestions would you suggest for, for architects so that they can, you know, have their visions come to reality or bring their visions to life? Uh, but that's very difficult to do. The question is, you have to know that you love what you do. That's very important. If you don't love what you do, you're not going to do any decent buildings and you're going to hate the whole thing. But if you love what to do, then you have a whole wonderful life ahead of you. Even if you do tiny little buildings, there is life and, and love in that too. The, the, but it has to come from you. It has to be in your heart before you start. I love how everything is. everything you do, is it not from your heart, Caesar? Oh, yes, no doubt, no doubt. Otherwise, no, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> in my heart, of course. <laughs> now, Caesar, what other uh, activities or what other, other than architecture, what else of you do you uh, participate in that kind of gives you joy? I, I love to read. 
I love to, I used to love to walk. I cannot do it now, but I used to love just endlessly. Really? Endlessly? Oh, yes. I love to. We used to plan our vacations with my wife just to go to places that we could go walking. And, uh, you know, we also love to go to the, the Lake District in, 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 in England and walk for just, just marvelous walks forever, forever. So you wear out the soles of your shoes so that you can build the soul in your heart. Absolutely, you have to. You have to feel yourself. You have to. You have to be in good shape. <laughs> yeah, you know there's importance to that. That you have to have health. Oh yes, you absolutely. You are right there. Absolutely. Yeah. So what? What mindset? You, know, you you just cover everything. It's almost like you know you have. It has to come from the heart, and I'm not sure that that that's always taught in schools. That it has to come from your heart. Yes, sir. Yes, absolutely. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. Very important. Yeah. So for students coming up in architecture, what would you share with them? Your wisdom. The, the important thing is that they have to be sure that they love what they do. If they love what they do, then they have a great life ahead of them, even if they only do tiny projects. If they don't love what they do, it's going to be suffering. But I hope they do. I hope they all do. Yeah. And in your experiences, how how different is architecture now than, say, five or ten years ago? Oh, I don't know about five to ten years ago, but I can tell you 60 years from now was very different. <laughs> okay. Well, share with us, please. You know, 60 years from, you know. To, from... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have been practicing for over 60 years. Yes. Very, very, very different than now. That, that you can't help it. Excellent. Caesar, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Oh, sure. um, very good with your question. Very good. I, I enjoy the whole conversation. Yes, thank you very much. If, again, if there's anything else that you'd like to share before we uh, before we we go, please do. Be sure that you love what you do. If you if you fake it, that's gonna you're gonna suffer. You have to truly really love what you do. Thank you. We've been talking with Caesar Pelly, senior principal at Pelly Clark. Kelly Architects, and one of the world's finest and greatest architects who's ever lived. We're all very, very fortunate, Caesar. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Likewise, Caesar. You've been listening to The Modern Architect. I'm Tom Dioro. Our guest today has been Caesar Pelly, Senior Principal at Pelly Clark Pelly Architects. Caesar has designed some of the world's tallest buildings and uh, most heartfelt buildings and other major urban landmarks. Some of his most notable contributions include the Petronas Towers in Kuala Lumpur and the World Financial Center in New York City, as well as the Salesforce Tower in San Francisco, California, and airport in uh, his hometown in Argentina. Caesar believes that buildings should be responsible citizens, that the aesthetic qualities of a building should grow from the specific characteristics of each product, such as its location, its construction technology, and its purpose. For more information, feel free to visit pcparch.com. That's pcparch.com. And number one, Caesar does it from his heart. Join us again next time when we welcome another outstanding architect, engineer, influencer, or civic leader committed to positive and sustainable cities, communities, and lives. The Modern Architect is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California, and is a production of KZSU Radio. Today, the recording engineer is Darlene Franklin, Chief Engineer Mark Lawrence, and we're all assisted by Akshay Jaggi. And the executive producer and host of The Modern Architect is Tom Dioro. If you wish to contact us, our email address is interviews at kzcu.stanford.edu. Again, that's interviews 
at kcsu.stanford.edu. Are you an architect, designer, contractor, or engineer? Modeler.com is a platform connecting architects and other specifiers with building product manufacturers. Modeler.com's engaged network of over 240,000 architects, designers, and construction professionals use Modeler.com's tools to discover, discuss, and specify products appropriate for building projects. We at KZSU Stanford thank Modeler.com for the generous underwriting of production and broadcasting costs for The Modern Architect.